You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Actually, it's the, it's the lead play in our, in our offense. Tell the What's up, guys? Welcome into Packers Total Access. My name is Clayton. You can check us out on Packernet.com. You can find me on Twitter at Packers underscore access. If you want to email us, you can do so by sending a message to Packers Total Access at gmail.com. You can text us at 865-658-5824. I'm joined alongside my partner in crime, Tim, live in Green Bay. And I, I wish we had good news tonight, guys, but, man, the uh, injury list just continue to grow. Tim? I don't know, man. We're going to dive into it all, but uh, what's your initial thoughts on the news that we got without going into too much detail without us covering it yet? I'm just trying to, you know, perk myself up and be happy and excited to go do the show tonight, but it was kind of like getting kicked in the gut a little bit. Um, Maybe we just talk about who's not on the injury report, right? (laughs) Focus on the good things. I think somebody said roughly a third of the roster was on the initial injury report. Oh, and yeah, I mean, good thing we're only playing Detroit, you know, a couple days, right? I mean, just arguably the best offense in the league, you know, nothing to worry about, right? Yeah, should be fine. Like I told Tim offline, guys, um, this is Matt LaFleur's best shot to win coach of the year. You somehow win this game, (laughs) you're uh, going to be in the bidding for coach of the year probably. My God. Hey, you Um, know what, though? Let's let's sprinkle some good vibes. I'm I'm, I'm feeling – I'm channeling that miracle in Motown energy that we had when we were in Detroit, which I believe was a Thursday game, if I'm not mistaken, when Rodgers threw the Hail Mary to Richard Rodgers uh, for the walk-off. So it could be one of those type of type of games here on Thursday, guys. You never know. I, I, if we can keep it close, we'll have a chance to win. But if it's a boat race, it's, it's going to be a wrap. Huh? Take it. 
I think I think uh, we get Jair back, we're going to be all right. Uh, he's going to save the day. He's going to play about three different positions. Um, <laughs> Goose in the in the chat already getting getting this thing started off right. Says uh, injury list is so long, I'm even on it. So uh, Goose, hope you heal up, buddy. Hope everything's doing all right. Um, let's just get right into it, man. Let's start. First things first, the big news was the Musgrave injury, right? And uh, news kind of started popping at the presser, and some other details came out as well. Uh, Paul Brettle tweeted out um, uh, a little bit before this 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 uh, latter tweet here. He said, LaFleur says that Musgrave has a, quote, pretty significant injury. He's on the injury report with an abdomen, abdomen injury, um, adds that he's been in the hospital. Musgrave didn't say anything during Sunday's game and played through the injury. Ryan Wood then tweeted out, Matt LaFleur says Luke Musgrave not only has a pretty significant uh, injury, but was also was actually in the hospital. He played through it. Toe flee the next day. LaFleur says Musgrave is, quote, going to be a dynamic player and credits his toughness. Quote, he didn't say anything all game. So you got double confirmation. Luke Musgrave playing in that game with a serious injury that landed him in the hospital. I believe he stayed in the hospital overnight, if I understood correctly. He's now being released. They know exactly what the injury is. Um, no word on how long-term it's going to be. I don't know, Tim. We don't want to don't want to speculate, but anytime anyone says we don't want to speculate, we initially speculate. So <laughs> I'm starting to think, you know, was is it a lacerated, you know, kidney or something? What could it be, right? Because you've seen guys take hard hits before, and you get these internal injuries. You know, I, I remember Drew Bledsoe. Um, you know, his uh, his season got ended, which led to the the Tom Brady era when he got hit on the sideline and he had something some kind of laceration internally as well but we've actually got video of the injury here i was able to chop it up a little bit kind of zoom in do what i needed to do this seems to be the play that the injury occurred on you can see him kind of hit the ground hard here laying out for that jordan love pass and uh goes to the sideline you can see he's hurting yeah i'm good he's shaking his head right yeah just toughed it out can't believe he played the rest of the game again let's watch it one more time here i mean it's a pretty pretty hard lick right you see him right on the ball I mean, yeah. he's landing basically – it's like the ball broke his fall in, in a bad way. Yeah. So, again, seemed like confirmation there that that's what caused the injury. So, uh, until we hear the exact details, I know obviously uh, Coach LaFleur is going to be very hush on on all the details with it, but not looking good for him. Um, we'll just go ahead and rule him out. He's out yeah. on Thursday for sure. I agree. I think there's no way that he's, uh, he's going to play on Thursday, but – like we've done all year long, um, we're going to spin it in the positive direction and say, hey, next man up, let's see what you got, Tucker Craft, right? Yeah. Tucker Craft, Ben Sims. I'm eager to see if Josiah DeGuara is healthy enough to go, although as we hit on the rest of the injury report, before we do, let's kind of go to the uh, go to the uh, chat here real quick. Dave in the chat says, uh, Ben Sims and Henry Pearson time. Yeah, could see him kind of filling in, especially if Josiah DeGuara uh, can't go. Um, of course, it seems like they've gotten away from those 21 sets outside of the pony package too, Tim. So Yeah, really it's, have. Yeah, um, yeah. like Red Mo said, maybe Jair play a little offense, huh, right? Um, Dave in the chat says lacerated kidney is what he's thinking. And, again, guys, we have no no you know information to suggest this, this is accurate. We're just kind of throwing stuff around here. That's yep. what mediocre podcasts do, right? And we're, uh, we're proud to say that we're a mediocre podcast. <laughs> We've come a long way, Tim. We're mediocre. Jake <laughs> Chavink in the chat says as long the injury list is as long as a CVS receipt. Man, those are interesting. You, you ever been to a CVS, Tim? It's been a while, but yeah, I've God, I've, I've taken the taken the CVS run before. Yeah, 
It's kind of like getting homework, you know, when you leave. Yeah, get your script filled, get everything you need, right? Get you some lucky charms. Of course, you're paying $2 extra a box, but nonetheless, sure. get you some lucky charms. And uh, there's always a nice little receipt on there saving you 30 cents on something. So uh, funny how that works. But, uh, yeah. Let's see. Omer in the chat says, above, I have all the Twitter news. Musgrave will not start. There you go. Omer has spoken. And uh, Omer, I seen you change your profile pic, man. I like it. Look at you going in the positive direction. Got a uh, got Joe Barry up there. Of course, little fire. Everybody's confirmed. I'm Joe Barry's campaign manager. So uh, Barry 2024, go ahead get your get your voting in early. We'll make sure everything's nice and secure like the last one. Don't worry about it. Um, let's see what else we got in here. Robert Allen says scoring with the offense. Uh, scoring with this offense to me will be difficult. Defense needs to keep them under 20 to have any chance. Yeah, it's going to take a, uh, a heck of a performance by this defense to uh, to pull this off. And, again, that's going to be the key to victory, regardless of how healthy you are, right? I mean, you you got a situation where you've got arguably a top three, maybe the best offense, depending on which statistic you uh, uh, specifically uh, prefer. Um, could be the one of the best offenses in the league. Got to come out and hold them. Like you said, you hold them to 20 or – you hold the Lions to 20 or under. I'm going to get real loud on the Joe Barry campaign. I'm just going to say, but – Tim, what do you think, man? You think we got a shot to win this game somehow, some way? I'm I'm going to be honest. I, you know, confidence is a little shaken, as anyone's would be when you see an injury report like this. But, hey, man, any given Thursday, we can get it done, right? Um, you know, at any moment, a star can be born, right? In this league, when when the chips are down, you're banged up. We're going we're gonna to see a lot of, who the heck is that guy? You know, especially I, I can already picture it now. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of head scratchers uh, with personnel and some new faces, maybe some old faces in there. Um, but, you know, anyone can step up and make plays. And when you're this banged up, I'd be telling my team, hey, keep laying it on the line. It doesn't matter. You know, like we we got to just play through this um, and guys will heal up when they heal up. Everyone's injury is different. We, this is part of the game. So, you know, I think if we keep – Everything in front of us, keep it simple. And yeah, this is, we're gonna have to lean on the D. We're we are gonna need like top tier tackling. Like I said, they're due for a good tackling <laughs> tackling grade after this game. So, you know, a lot of pressure on the D for sure. But you know, if we can manufacture some, you know, resemblance of a run threat in a run game, it'll give our offense a chance. Um, and like I said, you know. I've never been super high on Patrick Taylor, but I, I also haven't really, you know, been the, the first guy to drag him either. You know, I, I think he could have a game too. You never know. Some of these under the radar guys, you know, him bouncing back over here, being familiar with what we're kind of doing offensively. Um, although a lot has changed since he, you know, was released originally, but you know, I think this is a prime time game on Thanksgiving divisional matchup. I don't care who it is you're going to be jacked up to play. And I just want to see guys playing under control and playing smart out there and winning their matchups. And, uh, you know, we got to lean on the defense though, man, for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. Um, looks like a uh, cheesehead Murph here in the chat says, go pack, go posse. Today is your boy's birthday. Let's get a dub. Murph. Happy birthday, Murph. Happy birthday, Murph. Seven, 28 years old, Murph down there. Yeah. Aging, aging like a champ, man. I tell you what. <laughs> As my buddy Worth says, I'm just going to say it. If people think it's racist, say it's racist. I don't care. One of my close friends, his name's Worth Pete. He's uh, about 10 years older than me, big Steelers fan. Um, we are not of the same race, okay? 
And he always looks at me and says, Clayton, I'm going to tell you, good black don't crack, baby. That's what he always says. <laughs> I love it. Worth is a gem, man. That dude is just oh, a national treasure. you talking about a hardcore Steelers fan, Tim. We were going to try to go to that game together. And, uh, unfortunately, couldn't put it together. But uh, he's wanting me to go to Pittsburgh with him soon. So, hopefully, we can make it up there and, and do that. He's just – he's one of those guys you can sit and watch a ball game with him. He doesn't lose his mind. He's just even right. still having a cold – a cold beer, relax, and watching the game, taking it in, and not overreacting, and throwing that eyebrow up at people that are acting stupid across the across the restaurant. You know what I mean? The ones right. that are too loud. But uh, anyway, Cheesehead Murph, buddy, happy birthday! Appreciate everything you do for us, man. You're a loyal listener, and like I said, you're on the Mount Rushmore of the PTA posse. There's no doubt about that. You and our boy uh, Eric Sutherland, very first uh, two first members there. So uh, haven't heard from Eric in a while. Hopefully, he's doing all right. We need to send out a a search squad for him. Dave in the chat said, according to a source, Musgrave was diagnosed with a lacerated kidney. All right. Hopefully we weren't that source joking around here. Maybe it's already, <laughs> already circulated around, but um, just hope to hope to have him back soon. The fact he played through it is just absolutely wild. Chris in the chat says, with Packers having 15 players on the injury list and the Lions having one, are we just soft? I don't think we're soft, Chris. I know some people would get upset at the question. I'm not going to get upset at the question because it does seem like every year um, our training staff is more cautious than others. Now, you know, when it's when it's your favorite team, the team you focus on the most, it seems like you have more injuries than other teams. I get that. But, Tim, I don't know, man. It just it feels like every single year we get bit by the injury bug. And, and I think more than average, at least it seems like that. Do you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, I feel that way, of course, but I think that's exactly what it is. You know, it's, it's the injury bug. It's just, you know, one of those things when I think of soft in terms of like a player, you know, like, or we got a, we got a soft locker room or we got yeah. soft players. I think more like along the lines of their approach to the game or how they respond in a game. In other words, you know, if a guy gets laid out, you know, on a, on a play is, is he the type to pop up and, you know, want to get right back in there and give it to you? Or is he going to, is he going to cower in the face of that, you know, that pressure in the, those situations. That's what I think of when I think of, you know, a soft player. I don't think a guy's getting hurt ever as soft. I mean, dude, this guy's got a lacerated kidney. Like, think about this for a second here. Like, <laughs> you ain't going to lacerate your kidney dropping a Cheeto on the couch, guys. You know, they're playing they're playing big boy football out there. And, you know, we, we need to look no further than last season at DeMar Hamlin uh, to what can happen to a guy out there on this football field. So, you know, injury prone is fair to say, right? Uh, nagging uh, injury issues. Certain players have, um, you know, look at Dre Campbell, the issues that are happening, you know, as he rounds out this veteran uh, portion of his career. You know, it's just part of football. You know, the harder you play, the more pain you go through, the more you put your body at risk. So I think a soft more as in terms of like toughness. And I don't think I don't care how tough you are. If you get hurt, you get hurt. It just it's kind of is what it is, right? Yeah, it is, man. It really is. Josh Martin with the Super Chat says, last year through the first 10 games, our points differential was negative one. This year it's zero progress. Thumbs emoji. Hey, I like the way you're thinking, man. And, again, we pointed out many team statistics, Tim. We did it earlier today on Good Morning Lambo, um, where we're kind of on par with where we were last year and a little bit ahead in some cases, right? The defense is outperforming last year's uh, defense, which cracks me up because uh, if you go to Twitter on some folks' is, uh Twitter timeline, boy, you would think they had took a huge step back. But, um, I, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of positives in this year. And and to, along with that, Josh, we're the youngest team in the league and we're battling all these injuries. 
and yep. we improved from last year. I mean, I've been as critical of, of Goody as anyone, but when you look at the overall picture, Tim, man, it's uh could be a lot worse, bro. There's a lot of I mean, how many how many young teams like this do you do you see, you know, in real time as a season progresses? Ups and downs early. You know, we went on a losing streak, but now we're seeing this like positive trajectory. And it's not just Jordan Love. There, there's a lot of guys out here that are getting real close to putting these pieces together, um, you know, and getting all the attributes uh, together as a young player in the NFL to be able to compete at this level. Um, and a lot of guys don't. They, they can't. You know, they come into this league and, you know, their first year is not so great. And if you, you have another one to follow it, you're gone, right? Not for long. That's the NFL. So to see so many of these guys that just have high ceilings and you're seeing progress, yeah, we're seeing mistakes, but we're seeing, you know, them learn from them, which is important. Mistakes are only bad if you're not learning. So yep. there's a lot to be excited about looking forward uh, uh, to the future. But, you know, we're still in this season. We want to go one one game at a time. And, you know, it can be a struggle to live in the present in the moment when you're dealing with injuries like this and a, and a young team that's trying to build momentum because all these guys that aren't on the field, they're, they're losing those snaps, right? You know, yeah. Musgrave and, you know, Jaden Reed and these, these guys that are, you know, popping up on the injury report, every snap is, is so vital uh, to your development, you know, as a rookie. Yeah. I heard Jason Wildy and Rob Domofsky talking earlier today, kind of about, you know, um, you were talking about these incremental steps, right. And trying to go in the right direction, you know, Progress doesn't just look like this, right? There's going to be some valleys, but the goal is at the end of the year to be better than you were, you know, going in. And one of the things they pointed out is, look, Jordan Love's going to struggle. He's going to struggle again this year. You're going to have a bad game or two, maybe more, right? That doesn't make him a horrible quarterback. We're kind of looking at these last three games thinking, okay, it's just up from here. You know, I don't think anybody's career has gone like that, including Aaron Rodgers, including Brett Favre. So, um, yeah, it's going to be fun to see how it unfolds. Josh, thank you so much for the super chat, buddy. We really appreciate you. Mike in the chat says, hey, guys, I'm calling it now. Valentine pick six and OT to win it Thursday. If I'm holding a turkey leg on Thursday afternoon, Tim, if I'm holding a turkey leg watching overtime, and I will be standing if it's in overtime, I promise you. <laughs> and my boy Carrington Valentine from your University of Kentucky Wildcats takes a pick six to the house to win it. That turkey leg's probably going through a window. I'm going to be so fired up. And I'm eating at my brother-in-law's house, so I got to be careful. He's a big old boy. We'll be down there rolling around on the, on the back porch uh, squabbing. But, yeah, I, man, sign me up for that, Mike. Whatever you're drinking tonight, look, top me off, bartender. I'm all about it. <laughs> Tim, how cool would that be, bro? Somehow, someway beat the Lions Thursday. I, you know, and it may come to something like that. I love the energy right there from Mike. Um, I could see it, you know, pick six. Um Maybe a long Anders Carlson field goal. <laughs> you know, who knows? But we got to be in it. You know, I was at the last time, the last Lions game here uh, in Green Bay on Thursday night football when we crapped the bed repeatedly. Um, <laughs> but we did, we did cut it to a two score game. And it was, um, you know, we were boat raced for sure. But the point is, is if we can stay in it, that's our best chance. But man, we cannot afford a bad start at all in this game. You cannot go down two scores, multiple scores to this team. Um, and we know we're a comeback team, second-half team. We've seen that this year, right? We're never really out of it. But there are certain points, man, when you're banged up and your depth chart is you know, really being tested and coaches' creativity is really tested, especially when you're limited because you've got different guys in your personnel groups that 
you're not used to having out there. Communication can break down, especially on a road game in prime time on a holiday, hostile environment. There's a lot of these variables. So uh, it's going to be a big test, man, for yeah. sure. Omer in the chat says, don't forget, uh, gang, to like the podcast. Do us a favor real quick. Just take a second hit that like button for us on YouTube. We really appreciate it. You guys have been killing that here lately. It's helping boost the algorithm to get this podcast in front of other Packer fans. We appreciate y'all doing that. Um, there was another chat up here. I believe it was actually about Aaron Jones, if I remember correctly. Yes. Yeah, so here we go. Yeah, right here. Um, Josh Martin says, damn, Jones has an MCL injury. How bad is it? So let's kind of talk about that for a second, okay? Um, and I know uh, Omer was uh, throwing some information out there as well. I apologize for squinting, guys. Doing three podcasts a day, this light in my face. Got to have the light or else I look like I'm interrogating somebody in here or, or look like I'm – you ever we'll seen that see movie? The Christmas lights in the background. That's all we'd be able to see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it looked like I'm hanging out over there in the in, in Buffalo Bill's house uh, in uh, Silence of the Lambs. You remember right. that old movie? Should we try uh, that? Let's see. There we go. No, oh, yeah, look at that. I look like uh, I'm about to audition for a Coen Brothers movie. It looks, or looks like that meme, and I hate to bring it up again, you being from Milwaukee, but it looks like that meme everybody uses on the Dahmer Netflix movie. Oh, God. Holding the knife, pointing at the TV. God, boy. They, oh, man. They abuse that meme, and I'm all for abusing memes. Don't get me wrong. Um, so – Let's do this. Let's talk Aaron Jones real quick. Let's talk. Uh, this is what Bill Huber had to say. Okay. And he he wrote an article over at SI. Make sure you guys go show him some love. Retweet it out. It's right there on his Twitter page. I just took a little bitty small uh, blimp of it here. He said, Aaron Jones almost certainly won't play for the Green Bay Packers on Thanksgiving at the Detroit Lions, but the sprained MCL sustain against the Chargers was just about the best possible news. Quote, very relieved, Coach Matt LaFleur said on Tuesday. Uh, afternoon quote it's not anything long term we'll just kind of work through that the news uh and obviously the news wasn't nearly as good for uh tight end luke musgrave and it goes on to talk about that injury which we've already covered so tim when it comes to aaron jones and that in injury uh mcl sprain i think there's three different levels of sprain if i remember correctly this sounds like this is probably the most mild so we're probably looking I would say somewhere between one to four weeks, something like that. Probably will miss Thursday, I would imagine, but maybe back where you're kind of getting a little mini buy there, right? Because um, we play on Thursday, right? And then we'll, we won't play until the following Sunday, I believe. So yeah. um, you'll get a little bit of a break there. I think he'll probably miss Thursday night. But, hey, let's try to A.J. Dillon out there. Patrick Taylor's back in the house. They signed him. Um, let's just go out there and try to shock the world, man. Some, something to be said about uh, and, and worth noting, there was no practice today either. So, yeah. you know, we're clearly going with the the option of just taking it easy. I mean, take it easy is probably not a good term. Um, just <laughs> right. resting, rest, resting. And um, I'm sure there's walkthrough and film and there, there's other things that go into prepping for a game, uh, installing your game plan, etc. But, you know, erring on the side of caution here. And it's funny because Detroit doesn't have a lot of names on their their injury report, but they're doing the same thing as well. You know, both of these teams are coming off of a short turnaround here. Um, and really, you know, Detroit's got the advantage of being at home, I guess. But, um, you know, so probably practice, I would think, maybe tomorrow. But then again, tomorrow's probably a travel day. So, you know, I think these two teams are going to just go out there and play. <laughs> Thursday. I don't know how much practicing is going to be really going on between now and kickoff, you know? In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. 
Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, I don't know, dude. It, it's it's just such a weird year, Tim. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet. <laughs> we don't have a third of our roster, <laughs> right, because they're on the injury report, essentially. Uh, it doesn't seem like we've had our starting defense on the field the entire season. Just been such a weird, weird, um, weird season. Robert Allen in the chat says, Jordan Scrambling, could be our uh, best offense. Fields got 104 yards. Fields is definitely looking to run more than Jordan is, Robert. Um, I don't know what the over-under is on Jordan Love's rushing yards, if there is one set in the gambling community. But uh, with that Detroit Lions front, they're going to come out there and try to shut down the run. I just I think our passing game's a little further along than where they were when we played them the first time. I think you had a little bit of a, a positive stint there early. You put that on tape, now Now defenses start to take that away from you. Jordan Love, to me, looks like a different quarterback today than he was the last time we played the Lions, right? And that's not to say that he's all-world now. It's just he's he's got all the jitters out, right? He's got a little bit of experience now. He, he knows what defenses are trying to do to attack him. Um, you've seen how the coaching staff can adjust on the fly, going from either a pure progression to a yes-no uh, read or pick-a-side kind of concept. I think – I don't know. I think these are two different teams now. It just sucks that we're not healthy because you're not – if we go out there and we we lose by 10 points, we still don't have a gauge of this team. You know what I mean, Tim? That's – I'm okay with losing. Like, it, we understand it's one of the best teams in the league, and there's a good chance that we do drop an L there on Thursday. But 
um, I don't know, man, it just sucks not having your players out there to really be able to gauge, okay, if this is one of the best teams in the league, how how good are our starters now? You know what I'm saying? Right, and now we're going to get that early eval and some guys that we, we we didn't expect to be seeing get the kind of reps that they're about to see on uh, on Thursday. You know, um, I, man, dude, I just can't. I can't believe how many was it? Fifteen? We have fifteen guys on the on the injury report. Let's pull it up real quick. Bang! There you go, Eric Sutherland in the house. I had to show that real quick, Eric. We were just talking about you, buddy. Good to see you in there, man. Hope you're doing well. Um, yes, yeah, so here it is. Jair Alexander, Corey Ballantyne, Devondre Campbell, Kenny Clark, Josiah Aguara, A.J. Dillon, Rudy Ford, Rashawn Gary, Elton Jenkins, Aaron Jones, Luke Musgrave, Keyshawn Nixon, Jaden Reed was ad- added today with a chest injury. Uh, Darnell Savage obviously uh, still hasn't been activated to the best of my knowledge. Christian Watson, Dontavian Wicks, and Emmanuel Wilson running back, which we did find out that was a dislocated shoulder, a shoulder popped out of socket or something. So, if you look at the did not participate, you got Devondre Campbell, you got Josiah Aguara, you got Aaron Jones, Luke Musgrave, Dontavian Wicks, and Emmanuel Wilson. Um, with the concussion, Tay Wicks is probably not going to play. He's he might have a chance to test it tomorrow, but I doubt it. So, if you X him out of the equation, right? Um, you take Luke Musgrave out. So think about this. Dontavian Wicks, immediately if Dontavian Wicks isn't available, you think, okay, let's lean on 12 a little bit, 12 personnel. Well, Luke Musgrave ain't there now, right? So you're probably back to leaning on 11. Um, but it's going to be what about, what about Jaden Reed? What if he's out? Yeah. And, and, you know, him being limited, that's what's weird. It wasn't listed Monday. Then limited was the listing today. If he's out, then – yeah, man, it's going to be practice squad central, bro. It's going to be oh, some, some guys. Which means what? Which means on both sides of the ball, our, our coaches are going to kind of be painted into a corner where they're going to have to call a pretty vanilla game. Bingo. Right? Hit the nail on the head, man. Hit the nail on the head. Josiah Aguara probably won't play with that hip injury. Um, might have to bring up an extra tight end somehow, some way. It's going to be interesting, man. Like I said – um, I don't think anybody in the country is expecting us to win this ball game. And if somehow Matt LaFleur pulls it off, um, he's, he's going to deserve a lot of credit, man. There's no doubt about that. So. I just noticed that uh, uh, Devondre is neck injury, they're calling it. Wow. Because yeah, I thought it was shoulder for him as well. It's That's what it looked like. Yeah, the way his arm was drooping, to me it looked almost like a clavicle, right? Um, but Not good. All that stuff kind of blends together, you know. But, um, yeah, back to the chat here. Micah in the chat said, all honesty, I think we lose this game. But after last night, I think we have a decent shot at beating the Chiefs. Yeah. You know, it was raining. The Chiefs had a lot of drops. But at the same time, the Chiefs aren't the same old Chiefs. They still got Pat Mahomes. They still got Kelsey. Uh, you know, I think Kelsey got the love bug right now. So uh, he's uh, not <laughs> not as focused as he needs to be. Um, yeah, if someone say, Clayton, you got to bet on one of these games – the Packers are going to win one of these two games. Which one do you think it is? I probably pick Kansas City. And if you'd asked me that going into preseason, Tim, I would have, I would have said, "What kind of stupid question is that?" <laughs> but not as stupid as me saying we're going to win them both. <laughs> uh oh. Hey. Uh oh. It can happen, it? guys. It can happen. Do you believe it though, Tim? That's what I need to know, man. Do you believe? Well, let's just we'll wait to see who the actives are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give me a little. Who's going to put pads on on Thursday first? <laughs> exactly. Omer in the chat said divisional matchups tend to be close. Historical fact, absolutely. Um, I don't. I don't think it'll be a boat race. 
Thursday. Um, like I said, I think the worst case scenario for me is us coming within striking distance, falling short, not having our full roster and thinking we could have beat them. We could have beat them, you know. Yeah. That would uh, that would kind of suck in my opinion. Um, let's see, Mike in the chat says, I think we end up cutting Campbell to save money and we start McDuffie next year. That's an interesting take. Um, well, there's some eval we'll get, right? Because we're going to see some McDuffie if if Campbell's out, I'm assuming. Yeah. On the stretch. Let's, let's look at the salary cap real quick. I've actually got it here, quick reference. So when you look at Devondre Campbell, his cap hit next year is 14.4 million. His dead cap is 11.6. So if indeed you do decide to cut him, all you're going to be saving is $3 million. So what you got to ask yourself is, is it worth it to shave off $3 million off the cap? And even if you plan to roll it into 2025, is it worth that to not have Devondre Campbell on the roster? My answer would be no, Mike. But I don't think it's a, a crazy uh, a crazy prediction to think that they could do. I mean, heck, you guys seen the way I reacted to Rasul Douglas. I didn't see that one coming in a million years. What do you think about that question, Tim? You know, I think it, it – you know, the saving the three million bucks, I don't think that's enough of an, an arguing point to outright cut them. Yeah. I yeah. will say I will say that uh it, it might say a little bit more about how we feel about McDuffie going forward. And if we get, like I said, a good smattering of him starting, we'll get an idea of what that looks like, right? Quay Quay and uh Zay back there starting games together, you know, two, three, four games in a row will give us an idea if in fact, Isaiah McDuffie is, you know, starting caliber. To me, I think he's kind of, you know, serviceable uh, in a pinch to start. Certainly has done well and held his own out there on the field. I'm, I'm taking nothing away from him as a player. But it's just like we talk about our quarterback or anyone else. Can you do this week in, week out consistently and be effective? And, you know, there's a lot of intangibles that uh, Devondre Campbell brings to the field out there, too, as a leader and, a, and you know, one of the few veteran presences that we have really um, on this team, um, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Right. I mean, Preston Smith and, and Devondre Campbell are probably the first two names that come to mind when I think of veterans on our defense. So, you know, I still think there's value there and saving 3 million on the cap to me doesn't seem like uh, a legitimate enough reason just to, just to shake him loose. Now, if McDuffie balls out, (laughs) <laughs> and and makes makes them really have to think about this. That's a different story, right? Absolutely. But you know, even then, though, Tim, for three million, I, right. I think I like the the idea of Dre just being a backup and one of the best linebacker, you know, backup linebackers in the league at that, right? And we've seen um, that with with uh, those type of players, right? Uh, and yeah. I mean, like linebackers, defensive defensive players that you know later in their careers or you know towards the middle later stages of their career maybe they do transition into a you know second third on the depth chart kind of role but they're still effective you know guys like that you know you could you could trot Devondre out there on a third down and know he's going to do his job you know nine out of ten times so I I do I agree Clayton I think he still has value yeah definitely Uh, Jake Shavink in the chat said Green Bay wins one of the next two and they'll be in the thick of the playoff race there it is yeah wild to think about Jake like there it is I love it, dude. It's all, we could ask for. it's all we could ask for this season, man. It's just to be in the hunt after after this huge, you know, rollover of the roster, youngest team in the league, the injuries on top of it, um, first year starting quarterback, and here we are. We've got a chance to to have meaningful football going into December, man. I what if they're already beat, showing up in the hunt on the graphics, right? What if they beat the Lions and then beat the Chiefs? 
I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> think about that. Let me... uh, what are they going to say then? No. Right? They're going to be saying. I'll tell you what, Rashad, Rashad will say. Rashad will say, "Stop playing with them." That's what Rashad <laughs> will say. <laughs> exactly. They'll be they'll be saying Jordan Love is the guy. If they somehow, some way beat the Lions and the Chiefs, we got to bring that quote back on on loop for real. What, what was that from? Was that uh, was that like week one or two? I yeah, it was it was after one the after the Bears, right? Yeah, he ran up man. on the post game press conference and says, "Stop playing with them." Stop Rashawn was on one, man. I love it. I love how they tried to play it off too. You could tell both Jordan Love and Aaron <laughs> Andrews were scared to death that he was screaming. They were just going, "Yeah, okay, yeah." All right. <laughs> like I think Aaron him. Andrews looked and was like, who is he talking to? Like she, she thought he was yelling at someone else maybe behind them. He's having a flashback from the Richard Sherman interview. Remember that one way back in the day? Oh, man. April 5th. <laughs> but Jake Shavink back in the chat says they got a chance against KC. Their wide receivers drop it more than Quentin Johnson. Hit the drums. Dude, I'm telling you, that is yep. uh that was such a victory for me watching Quentin Johnson drop that ball. And then, like I said, our boy, uh, God, MVS. No, I'm thinking. Uh, no, I, I'm. I felt bad after I put the tweet out. Tim, that tweet's got over two two hundred thousand views. Yeah, you, you see it, you got to say it, man. We <laughs> we watched that game. We watched that game, and when we saw that play, because I saw it develop. You know, I'm. You know, take your eye off the ball. Thank, thank you, Mr. Kerwin, and thank you, Clayton, for uh, my education in, in uh, the Packers Total Access Football Academy School of Knowledge, but um. You know, I'm seeing this play develop, and I'm like, oop, this ball's going deep. And then I see Scantling's got him roasted. And what, as soon as that ball hit him in the hands and he dropped it, my wife and I just looked at each other, and we just looked back. We didn't say anything because we, we knew exactly what we were thinking, and every other Packer fan was thinking it. You're lying if you say you weren't. It's bad. It was bad. I got it right here. Can you see the screen, Tim? Yep. That's the tweet I put out, boys. I mean, the second he dropped it, I looked at Mandy and I said, I got to do this. <laughs> so I put Packers fans watching MBS drop a deep pass with five yards of separation. Obviously, it's Leo DiCaprio doing the, the whistle and the point you see down here. It's up to 203,000 views now. You got 4,600 likes. It's been retweeted 413 times. I'm telling you, within the first two minutes, it was up over – a thousand views. No, it was up over something like 10,000 views in like three minutes. And I looked at Manny. I went, I think I did something bad. I started immediately feeling bad to him, <laughs> but, um, you know, nobody the- feels as bad as Scantling. Right. I mean, I think uh, he, he, you know, and to his credit, man, his reaction on the field did not match his off the field reaction, which is good. I mean, he kept his head out, uh, head together out there and clearly frustrated. He knew he blew it huge opportunity and then after the game i don't know if you saw him the helmet definitely went into the wall in the I, I showed mandy immediately i went look this is him walking off the field and she looked at me and she used my middle name she went thomas like <laughs> she made me feel so bad bro and i seen the interaction i'm like i can't delete it now like i'm already in i can just apologize i guess but you know what though man i <laughs> i thought can I have some damn fun for once? Like I'm just gonna have, I'm just gonna leave it out there, and and everybody, all the Packer fans got a good kick out of it. It was it was a good time watching. Everybody, everybody came in and was like thought the same exact thing. Um, one guy was or several guys were like, I came to Twitter looking for this comment. Right? <laughs> you want any doubt about how good Aaron Rodgers was as a quarterback? He won two MVPs with that guy as a receiver. Yeah, think about it. And it's funny too because some of the people that were still dogging were the ones that were like. 
Aaron had plenty enough to win with. And it's like, now you guys are pointing out that he's a drop <laughs> machine. Uh, I don't understand that. But uh, M. Smitty in the chat said, we beat the 7-0 and Cardinals with the uh, completely depleted wide receiver core. That's right. Remember, Devontae Adams missed that game, right? We were down to like our, I don't know. Jared Aberderis and who else did we have? No, this was this was, was this? a couple years ago, yeah. Oh, 21? You're thinking 20, of the playoff 20. back in the I'm day. Thinking, I'm thinking of that playoff game with uh, – Another situation. Yeah, Janice and uh, – shout out to Jeff Janice. Uh, yeah, that was memory, sorry. Thinking of, thinking of better days, right? Absolutely. Hey, for those of you watching live on YouTube, uh, do us a favor, hit the like button, help us boost that algorithm. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Mike in the chat said, what are your jerseys in the background? So right here is Nick Collins, autographed jersey. That's Lucas Van Ness autographed. The other one is Paul Horning with a bunch of uh, accolades. It's got like uh, all of his awards are sewn onto the bottom of the jersey. It's autographed by the the golden boy. And then that's Aaron Jones behind the tree back there. Almost hung up, almost took the Van Ness one down today and put up a new one we got. We now have an autographed Jaden Reed jersey. Oh, Um, wow. Nice. I'm so excited about that. Mandy surprised me with that one. Um, On the Lombardi wall, we got a one that says – What's it say? 1960. What's it say? I think it says 67. I believe is what it, yeah, 67 is the number. And it says Super Bowl two for the name. And it's got like five or six of Lombardi's Packers signed it. Oh, so wow. that's a really cool one. We got a Don Horn. I think he was a rookie that year. He signed his jersey and he actually drew out Lombardi's Packers sweep, the play diagram on one of the numbers. That's really cool stuff. Anyway, that's not why people are here to hear about the jersey. My wife is awesome, dude. She's always hitting me with stuff like this. Not hitting me. I'm not a battered husband. She's surprising me with uh, autographed jerseys and everything. But that's that's what's on the wall back here right now. Mike, appreciate you asking, buddy. Um, let's see. Dave in the chat said, yes, sprain MCL week to week at the moment. That's great news for sure. And uh, Kevin in here. What's up, Kevin? Our boy ain't seen him in here in a while. I'm sure he's busy running the roads. He said, no matter what happens, I'm excited for the rest of the season. Good, bad, and indifferent. It's all a part of the process. Absolutely. Says happy Thanksgiving to the whole PTA posse. Be safe. Hey, good to see you in here, Kevin. Appreciate you dropping through, buddy. The show is always better when you're here, my man. Um, I'm going to skip ahead, try to get caught up on some of these comments, and then we'll wrap up with uh, a little Lions preview video. We're at the 38 minute mark. We're doing good, and the chat has been lit tonight. Um, let's see here. Let's just jump right in the middle. Paul Robertson says, I don't think it's all the wide receivers in KC. The enemy not being there has had an effect. I think that's a fair assessment too. I think the enemy was a was a great coach, a great pay, uh, play caller. I think Andy Reid is the glue. You know, he's kind of the magic, of course. Um, but uh, yeah, I think that I think that probably is that. And of course, you lose Tariq Hill too, Tim. I mean, you he listen Tariq Hill, in my opinion, is the best receiver in the game right now. And here's how you can really tell if you're starting a franchise today, right? And you go, okay. What receiver are you taking? You only pick one receiver. Who would it be? Devontae Adams comes to mind, but Tariq Hill can do it all. He's got great hands. He's arguably most likely the fastest receiver in the game, fastest player in the game. Um, he can do jet sweep motion, things like that. Um, I think uh, I think I would go Tariq Hill there. So them losing him in Kansas City was absolutely huge too. Um, it's just, man, it, it depresses me to think that Green Bay was in trade talks with them to land Tariq Hill. If they landed Tariq Hill two years ago, whether you like him as a person or not, um, probably safe to say it would have worked out with Aaron. Aaron and Goody would have figured out how to make it work because that would have been uh, – imagine if they would have got Tariq Hill and they still had Tay. Holy cow, bro. What, what a combo that would have been. 
you can't isolate on both, or you can't double on both, right? You're going to have isolation somewhere for sure. If we're talking about trades with with Kansas City, let me tell you, there's a there's a player I'd love to steal, and it makes perfect sense looking at our injury report right now. You, are you an Isaiah Pacheco fan? Because <laughs> I am an Isaiah Pacheco fan. About him, man. He kind of looks like Tariq Hill when he runs the ball. Yeah, man, and he's just he's dynamic, and he's he's just um scrappy runner would be how I would describe him. He just, the guy's hard to bring down and he's not the biggest, most physically imposing dude on the field, but he's tough to tackle, man. And and really electric and fun to watch. And I, I could, I could totally see him in a Matt LaFleur uh, offense here in green Bay. Um, still young enough too. You never know, right? <laughs> Crazier things have happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No doubt about that. Um, let's see here. I think I see United Bates in. Yeah, let's let's try to get caught up on the chat here. Um, Brent X says, think about how the Jets are in shambles. Rodgers brings the ragtag group of vets and an OC. That wide receiver room is so bad. Jets are handcuffed. Could be worse. You know, I don't know if I agree with the entire post there, Brent, but overall, yeah, the Jets are in shambles right now. Um, man, what a what an absolute mess, Tim. And in some people can look at it from the outside looking in and go, this is why you need a GM like Goody to handle things the way he handles them so it can't get out of control like that, right? But how do you see the Jets, Tim, right now, man? Well, I try not to, first of all. <laughs> try to keep my sanity, you know? Yeah, I, I try not to. Um, I, it's not the, – the wound's not as fresh anymore. So, I mean, it's okay. You can sit and kind of watch it. But, I mean, I don't know. They're kind of a tough team to watch sometimes. And – um. You know, I don't know, man. It's offensive line, bro. Yeah, it's unfortunate, and it's like it. It, I don't know, almost makes you wonder: Did they really think they were going to pull this off? They were going to put all these pieces there, just completely neglect their offensive line issues. You know, I, I don't know. Um, I'll tell you what, though that that AFC is uh, definitely not as wide open as the NFC is. So, uh, best of luck to those boys in in New Jersey, the New Jersey Jets. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not uh, – I don't follow them too closely. I see they uh, went ahead and, and publicly declared Tim Boyle their starter, which is – I mean, it's not a knock on Tim Boyle, but your season's clearly <laughs> clearly over. We're hearing about, we're hearing about uh, you know, A-Rod coming back to practice in a couple of weeks, and he's jogging around now, and, you know, the excitement's building. That dude is not going to play a down of football if you guys are not in the playoffs. Like, it's just not going to happen. Um and I think it would be foolish to, to to do that anyway. Like even to expect that would be kind of naive, you know. Clearly, Rodgers is uh, in that limelight of his career, right? The or the no, the twilight of his career. You know, he's he's probably year to year here. He talked retirement possibilities uh, last off season. Uh, he said something on McAfee you were talking about earlier um, about uh, after the Achilles this year that that thought crossed his mind. Um, you know, yeah. I appreciate the honesty because he'd be lying if he said it didn't. Of course, you're going to think about hanging it up uh, when you're at this stage of your career. But yeah, man, I don't know. I don't. Doesn't bode well for the Jets going forward. They do have a great defense, though. I, I, I you know, Sauce Gardner. I mean, they, they've got some pieces on their defense. They have the potential to be um, a big threat in the future there on that side of the ball. But they've got a lot of a lot of moves to make to show up their offense. I think for sure. Yeah, I think that's very well said. Uh, Omer in the chat said Rasul was never should have let him go. So we lucked out Valentine as a baller. Um, it kind of feels like that was Goody's plan, 
but uh, I, I agree with you. I don't think they should have never let Soul go for sure. Uh, Jake Shavink in the chat says memes were elite on Packers Twitter last night after that drop, and it blew up. It and it was like everybody just signed on to go. All right, let's go. Let's go have some fun here. Um, let's see. Uh, Eric Sutherland in the chat said, "I knew he was dropping it twenty yards before it got to him." Golly, <laughs> Eric thought he said, "As soon as it was released, he knew it was a drop." <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Carly Ray? She says, uh, did you guys already talk about LaFleur's press conference today? Any injury updates? Yes, there was, Carly. We did already talk about it. Um, in a nutshell, Luke Musgrave spent uh, some time in the hospital that we didn't know about until today. To the best of my knowledge, we just found out today. Um, hurt himself. This was the play it happened on real quick. I'll show you the video. Um, this is him diving for that pass and landing real hard. And obviously uh, – that's where the injury occurred. You can see him get up. He's kind of pointing to his ribs and heading over. Um, sounds like it was some kind of internal injury. That was the big news today. And then it sounds like they're expecting uh, Aaron Jones to just be week to week as it sits right now. It was just an MCL sprain. So hopefully that gets you caught up. Did um, we uh, see Dylan on there? What's that? Did we see Dylan on the injury report too? Hmm, that's a great question. Let's check it out real quick. As long as we're going back on that real quick. Yeah, I can't uh, remember if we did or not. Let's see. Let me drop this. A.J. Dillon, groin injury. Look at that. He is. So, like, do we don't have any healthy running backs right now. Yeah. We got Patrick Taylor, man, in the house. Patrick Taylor hey, is back. I, I wonder. We'll see what's going on with uh, Corey Ballantyne. Um, look at Keyshawn is on there, too. Now, we've been talking about Keyshawn um, maybe playing offense in a pinch. This guy's on the injury report too. Hopefully, my my best case scenario is like half of these dudes go, or, or, or close to half of them are able to play at some point, and it's not super yeah. serious. But man, Thursday's going to be interesting, guys. Very interesting. United Bates says I like collecting cards. I have a bunch of game used autos, etc. Those jerseys look sweet, though. Appreciate it. My my prized possession right now. I just got a uh, autograph Ray Nitschke picture. And the autograph, you've got to turn it, Tim. You've got to, like, tilt it in the lot to see the autograph. It's so faded. And oh, they were like, oh, you know, when I bought it, they're like, oh, it's kind of faded. I don't get that. That means more to me. I'm not sure. trying to resell any of this stuff. This yep. is for me to have here in the studio, right? So um, really cool. That was That's probably my prized possession right now. I'm a big Ray Nitschke guy, man. The, if you ever get a chance to read up on him and his story and how his upbringing was so rough, and he was an alcoholic, and he turned it around and turned into one of the good guys. It's just – it's such a phenomenal story, man. Absolutely awesome for sure. Good to see you in here, Bates. Yeah, um, collector as well, Bates. We'll have to we'll have to chop it up offline here and see – maybe talk some cards. <laughs> special episodes sometime and uh, and just talk uh, talk memorabilia and stuff. Um, she said Murph says MVS was improving down the stretch and into the playoffs. Matter of fact, he was the surest thing in the last playoff game before he left. Um, you know, this – Murph, you know, he got his ring, right? And he went and got him a ring. <laughs> There's a lot of Packers right now going, I wish I had me a ring, you know? So, uh, uh, you know, I, I don't necessarily agree, uh, disagree with you there, buddy. And there, and let's be honest, there's deep balls that, that he has come down with too. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. so it's he's not a drop machine. We just know this is a persistent issue with him right it's like basketball right we'll go to the basketball analogy everyone's got that guy that you know can't go left right you just right. force him left all the time he doesn't do it that well it's just a quirk of the game i think that's something that mvs is dealing with his whole career which isn't good if you're a receiver you don't want to have drop issues but i don't know yeah. it's not all bad 
we got a huge crowd in here right now, guys. If you don't care, go hit that like button for us on YouTube. Help boost the algorithm a little bit. If you don't like this content and you can't figure out how to shut it off, just pretend like it didn't happen. Don't tell anybody about us, okay? Keep it to yourself in that regard. Um, Robert Allen in the chat says, good news is the second is moving up that draft board. It sure is. It really is, Tim. And uh, now with uh, Boyle starting, it's probably going to go on up, right? Um, kind of almost like they're giving up on the season. I can't imagine the morale is too high in that locker room. Um, even though it is going to be a second-round pick, I think we still need to play this in honor of how everything unfolded. 65%. 65. <laughs> 65%. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to do it one more time, and I want everyone to focus on the screen. Look at the joy in Mark Murphy's eyes. 65%. 65%. I'll tell you what. Look like Mandy with the credit card in her hand right there. Bro. Absolute <laughs> joy. She's out shopping with her sister right now, I guarantee you. I guarantee you I need overdraft protection tonight, fellas. Um, she is, she's out there spending that money. Um, let's see. We had a super chat. I already missed it. I apologize for that. Dang, we had two of them. I'm slacking over here, trying to be a comedian. Josh Martin with the super chat. Thank you, buddy. He said, this a 400-yard, six-touchdown type of game for love. Josh wow. Martin. Man, oh. Tucker Craft's going to have five touchdowns, huh? <laughs> 400 yards and six tuds, man. Golly. I hey, you know what? It might take that to beat Detroit. So I'm with you, Josh, for sure. Yeah. I, and we got something for you here, Josh. We appreciate the super chat, and I hope that comes true. But I got to be real with you. Stay off the damn weed. <laughs> <laughs> now, hey, look, watch it happen. You watch it happen. Josh Martin, if it happens, I'm buying a super chat from you, buddy. Um, I appreciate the comment. We would lose our mind if something like that happened. Dude. Oh, my God. Yep. Could you imagine? Come out and boat race the lines. Jordan Love just, you know, yeah, he's the first Packers quarterback to throw for 300 yards in two years. Let's just go ahead and throw for 400. Heck with it. <laughs> Six and especially if he does it down, you know, two of his, his targets, you know. Yeah. If Reed and Wicks don't, in fact, play. Hopefully, Reed's, Jaden Reed's injury is not super serious. Hopefully, he's good to go. Yeah. Jason with the super chat. Good to see you in here, buddy. Appreciate you. He said, send a super chat in the chalk talk, but wanted to say thank you. Uh, say you guys are awesome. Thanks for keeping it real, but also positive. Hey, we appreciate you swinging through, Jason. That's the goal, man. If you see it, you got to say it. And and listen, if people have an issue with us having a good time, you know, talking about what's actually happening, I can't help you, right? That's uh, Life's too short to be miserable, man. There's plenty of misery out there right now on Packers Twitter. There's no doubt about that. But, hey, we're glad you found the channel and really appreciate you supporting the stream, man. It means a lot. Um, let's do this. We're at the 50-minute mark. I wanted to hit a video real quick, Tim. I thought this was really cool. Um, Packers.com over at Packers Daily and everything, they did a quick video called uh, – I just called it the Lions Preview. They did a good job kind of laying out, talking about the Lions offense, that type of thing. Let's look at this video real quick. We'll check the chat one last time, then we'll get out of here. But, uh, again, you guys can check this out for free on YouTube at the Packers YouTube channel on uh, Packers.com. You can also find it on their uh, Twitter page for free. Go give it a like, a share, all that good stuff. They do great content. Here we go. Snap to Love. Lost it. Got him. Tied it Touchdown. Touchdown, Christian Watson. We knew that you know we were fighters and we were going to keep on battling for the last second. I think Jay Love said that at the end. You know we we've been on the wrong end of you know that battle you know, a little too much this year, and uh, it was just exciting that we came out on the right end this time and kept on fighting all the way to the end. To finally you know get over the hump and get a win, you know that's a morale booster. You know we've been knowing that we could finish games like this, but we had to put it on tape, and today was one of those days you put it on tape. He accepts. 
Oh my goodness, Rashawn Gary. The next order of business for Rashawn Gary and company, containing the NFC's number one ranked offense, led by quarterback Jared Goff. There are many reasons why the Lions are putting up 400 yards per game, and Goff is at the top of that list. He ranks in the league's top five in passing yards and has delivered 16 scores so far this season, the majority of which have gone to his top two targets, rookie tight end Sam Laporta and Amon Ross St. Brown. The Pro Bowl receiver ranks top five in the NFL in receiving yards and now has at least five touchdowns in each of his first three seasons as a pro. But with everything on the line, Goff has found Laporta for his final pass to ice it in each of the last two games. Come Thursday, Green Bay's top 10 ranked pass defense has a special opportunity to snap a four-game losing streak to rival Detroit. We get to play on Thanksgiving. You know it's going to be a primetime game. Everybody's going to be watching us. So just another opportunity to show everybody what the Green Bay Packers can do. Thanksgiving games are always, uh, you know, eyes on you. So I expect a fun, emotional, intense game. There you go. Look at Drake Campbell, man. He's so he's so proud to be a Packer, man. Oh, I love that. You guy. know that he, yeah. You know, and he he's real hesitant to throw shade about his time in Atlanta, but you know, whenever he's asked, you can tell he's he's happy where he is right now. So good to see Dre in that video. That was cool. Yeah, Dre is awesome. Um, I was eating at a restaurant in downtown Green Bay last year, and uh, we have window seats, and we see this Mercedes. I think it's called G Series or something like that. It's more wagon, yeah. G wagon, yeah. I I didn't. I'm not a big car guy. Mandy went, look at that G wagon, and I was like, what's G wagon? She went, it's about two hundred grand right there. Sure enough, Dre and the bride got out and walked in. I was like, look at this. I didn't know but a couple of game checks, right? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) God, beautiful car. And dude, watching him come in, just a normal dude. Didn't. Didn't seek attention. Didn't act like you know I'm here. It he was got on his phone. Was looked like he was texting somebody. Him and his wife just sitting there waiting to get their table. Absolutely awesome. I think Jaron. I think I seen Jaron Reed come in after that. I don't know if they were together or not. But you guys hit me up if you're planning a trip to Green Bay. I can uh, get you turn on some great restaurants downtown. Man, that place is a lot better than some of these people. They they lead on like oh they're not doing Green Bay man. There's some of the finest dining in the country in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I'm telling you. Oh, absolutely. Salt of the earth people, man. Just absolutely. I will live there soon, probably sooner than later, but we'll give you guys an update on that later. Um, Paul Robertson here in the chat. Got to do it to me. Paul Robertson says, what will be higher? The combined score of the football games on Thursday or Clayton's credit card bill? I know which way I'm voting because, buddy, I'm about 23 years into this program. We've been together since 2000. That girl could spend some money. I will never forget, Tim. I think I've told this story before. It's my favorite story, though. Uh, her father passed away last year. One of the most amazing men you'll ever meet. I was closer to him than I was my own dad, just to kind of put it in that perspective. We get from the wedding, we go to the reception. I walk into the reception. You know, we did our grand interest and everything. Blah, blah, blah. This was back in 2006 when we got married. And I found her. I looked everywhere. I'm like, where's John at? I just want to thank him. And I walked up and I shook his hand. I said, John, thank you for everything, man. This has been a perfect day. He, I started to pull away and he kept me in. And he went, she's on your credit card now, bub. So she said, <laughs> <laughs> he said, he walked off. 
He wasn't lying either, man. That man knew what he was talking about. Yeah, you know she's having a good night shopping if you get those potential fraud alerts because they're looking at them purchases like, wait a minute. <laughs> they're like, this guy, never buys any, this guy never buys anything other than diesel. What's going on here? Hey, do you ever see that that uh, video with, with Shaq when uh, Shaq went to Walmart? And, and bought yes. a, he bought like 80 grand worth of stuff at Walmart and they they yeah. triggered a bunch of fraud alerts because they couldn't believe Shaq was at Walmart at two o'clock in the morning buying, like, buying skivvies. Did he, I think he said he still owns a record for the largest purchase. I, I, I'm probably going to screw it up. I don't know why. It may have been more than this, but the number that popped up in my mind was $60,000. Yep. That's wild. He, dude. he does stuff. You know, Shaq's probably one of the most giving people you'll meet. Um, Absolutely as far as celebrities go um, and, and not just, you know, philanthropy and that kind of stuff, but just randomly helping people, you know, you might bump into Shaq at the grocery store. He might buy your groceries for you just because, you know, that's the, that's the kind of guy he is, you know, man, I hate, I hate basketball with a passion. I just can't get into it. I, I grew up in the nineties watching real basketball. So this stuff today just drives me insane. Yep. Um, but if I'm flipping through the channels, Tim, and I see NBA on in on TNT on, and you got Ernie John. Is it Ernie Johnson? I'm thinking right, yep, right? Ernie Johnson, Kenny the Jet, bro. Charles Barkley. I it's a remote drop for me. I'm like I hate basketball, but these yep. dudes are so entertaining. They are so good at what they do, man. So yep. good at what they do. Um, Omer says the diesel is expensive. Not sure. He said tomorrow's score prediction. So Clayton, bring your pin. All right, buddy, we'll do score predictions tomorrow. Y'all be ready for that. This is the one we're going to end with right here, Tim. This is the last question. I think it's an important question. I want the chat to light it up here. Maybe you already have, and I haven't seen it yet. Mike says, favorite Thanksgiving dish, guys. Mine is deviled eggs and stuffing. Favorite Thanksgiving dish. So the way he did it was kind of like a smaller, let's just say two dishes, Tim. It could be the main course. It can be a dessert. What are the two things? And this is the way you always answer questions like this, man. You can only have two things the rest of your life on Thanksgiving. What is it, Tim? Oh, I got. I'm I'm going with stuffing too. Stuffing or dre dressing, depending on you know where you're from or whatever you call it. Um, and no, I'm not partial to stovetop or homemade or whatever. Give me stuffing. Let me get some of that good gravy on there. And um, I am. I'm kind of a classic guy, man. You know, turkey. I I, I love me. You know, some good good piece of turkey with some gravy and stuffing. I could, I could do those two for sure. My runner up is, uh, you know, mom's uh, cheesy potato casserole that she makes. So uh, that's yeah. one of my favorites as well, too. What's the difference? Do we know the difference between dressing and stuffing? Any I, idea? I, I thought it was just semantics, right? Or is, is there a difference? Is it there like the way it's met, made? I don't know. Somebody, oh, you could buy me a box of stovetop, man. Hook that stovetop up. As long as the gravy's good, I'm okay. <laughs> For me, it's definitely – we do like a stuffing where they, they shred some of the turkey and put it in the stuffing and cook it, bake it, right? So I would go with that so I had the turkey too. I'm kind of cheating here, right? But I would go with the stuffing and the cranberry sauce. And listen to me closely. I'm not ashamed of this. The cranberry sauce has to be the cheapest cranberry sauce right out of the can, like Emilio said. I want the well, you got to use the can opener to open, right? It doesn't yeah. have a little oh, pop top. Oh. It me, we're, we're balling on a budget over here, baby, like nappy roots. No way, <laughs> no how are you getting the expensive one with the break-off can. You've got to sit there and gnaw on that thing, and you've got to have the ridges the, from the can on the on the cranberry sauce, bro. It's jellies, what it is. Let's be honest here. It's I'm telling God knows what's actually in that can, right? I don't care. You put that with the stuffing, 
I'm in a I'm in a coma by halftime of the first game. I promise. You that. <laughs> and it, we'll probably want to be in a coma in a halftime of the first game there on Thursday. But let's see what the chat says. Josh Martin says stuffing. Omer says stuffing. Robert Allen says pumpkin pie and giblet stuffing. Okay. All right. And Omer said, yeah, got to have the gravy too. Josh Martin says mashed potatoes with cheese and bacon on it. Come on, dude. Like a loaded, like a loaded baked potato basically smashed up. Sign me up for that, that man. Uh, Derek K says uh, stuffing, pumpkin pie, cranberry. All right. Uh, Jim Tyson says mashed potatoes and turkey. Okay, that's pretty straightforward. Fried turkey. You ever had a deep fried turkey, bro? Um, no, not Tim. not not properly done. I don't think. No. Tim, Tim, Tim. I always bake mine, right? I always cook mine. You know, slow cook in in you know in the oven. I cover it in bacon. I, anyway, I, I use Gordon Ramsay's recipe. It is phenomenal. What Deb Fish is saying here about this fried turkey, I've experienced it two, maybe three times. Bro, it is phenomenal. A deep fried turkey. Dangerous as heck, though. Don't no, say, don't burn your house down. Nah, bro, I'm hiding over in the bushes while they're cooking that thing. Every time they lift it in and out, I'm like, no, I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> um, they definitely cook it outside, too, rightfully so. Fried turkey is money, man. You're spot on there, dead fish, for sure. Um, and Omer said pie to finish it off. You got to have whipped cream on the pie. Completely agree. I'm a yep. whipped cream junkie, bro. Yep. Uh, even the homemade whipped cream. Oh, my God, bro. Or in Wisconsin, we do a little side of vanilla custard with it, too. It's pretty good. Yeah, number one Packer fan said the dressing is made different. We need to, we need to get the details uh, worked out there so I can uh, figure out exactly what I've been eating for 41 years of my life. Here. I'm going to have to check with the fam, see if we can pull that off this year. We have to make yeah. some calls. Can we have stuffing and dressing so I can do a, a comparison? There you go. And you need to film it, Tim. <laughs> and we'll post it on social media. We'll get we'll get the uh, the final verdict there. Chad Inc. says, "Give me ham over turkey all day." I can't I, I can't disagree, man. Especially those spiral cu- uh, cut honey glazed hams. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm gaining weight right now talking about this. <laughs> Omer says ice cream with pie. Okay, with my pie. Dang, Omer, yep. junkie over there, my man. Uh, Paul Robertson says pumpkin pie drenched in whipped cream. You got it, Eric Sutherland. I knew it. My there man, read it, Tim. Budweiser. Read it one more time, Tim. Don't make me do it. I'm from Milwaukee, man. We're we're a Miller household up here. But I, he, he, what he's saying is daddy sodas. That's what he's saying. Eric Sutherland said, I don't need no turkey. I don't need no pie. I don't need no stuffing. Keep yeah, 24 pack of Bud. Only thing I need out of the can is that bud. You call me anything you want, but don't call me that. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Dave says, my opinion, stuffing, stuffing's in the bird. Hey, easy now. This is a family program. Stuffing in the bird, dressing in the dish. Dressing in the yeah. dish. Okay. So I think what we're having is dressing. We've never actually stuffed it in the turkey. That'll get you. That'll land you in jail in some states. You got to be careful with that, boys. Uh, let's see here. Derek K said, yes, the cheap cranberry. Thank you, man. Mike Berry says, turkey leg and cranberries. Okay. So, actually, the real cranberries, I imagine, Mike. You're getting all fancy over there. I've seen some of those. It looks beautiful. But when mm-hmm. I've tried just the cranberries, I'm like, nah, give me that cheap can. I'm going back to the projects, baby. Going back to my roots. Uh, number one Packer fan said, I've had both stovetop and dressing. Um, if you know how to cook it, don't matter, baby. Plate it, knead it. Absolutely. Amen. That's right. Paul Robertson says Clayton's cranberry stops stop sauce stops jiggling at about half time. <laughs> oh. Out of control. God, they're just keep, see, this is how you get the chat lit up. This is how you get oh, in here back we go. talking about foods. Go ahead, read it off for me, Tim. United Bates, mashed potatoes, 
in whatever rolls with bread and butter. Yes, you got to have the rolls with bread and butter. I'm good for about eight to ten of those myself. Uh, usually mix everything into the taters, though, corn, stuffing, etc. Look at that. That's a Marine right there, right? Oh, yeah, that's, absolutely. That's, that's, a that's chow right there. I love it. <laughs> you have to do Thanksgiving with Mr. Bates here. I bet, it take, I bet it takes him two and a half minutes to eat all that, too, just like a, yep. a true Marine. And I guarantee you he's holding his his fork like this with a fist yeah. when he's eating it, right? <laughs> Bro, you mentioned in bread. If it ain't homemade bread, Sister Schubert's rolls. Oh, my God, man. So good. So you got, got just enough sugar in them to make them sweet. Woo! Zane Strong says turkey and baked pineapple ham. Yeah, you got to have the pineapple on the ham. Good call there. Omer's listed off 17 dishes in here. He says you need, yeah, you need nice rolls and breads for sure. Yep. Jim Tyson says deep fried turkey is amazing. I'm surprised at all the deviled eggs, man. A lot of people like deviled eggs. Oh, I can't do that. Yeah, I, and I know, that. and I know several people that don't like deviled eggs, but the chat, man, it's pretty unanimous in here, Tim. God uh, bless those people because those are all the ones who eat them, and I don't have to worry about them. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping this uh, this society rolling here, yep. says, deviled eggs are a must too. Um, Paul Robertson, y'all are missing out on cranberry fluff. Uh oh, what is cranberry fluff, Paul? Hey, so, anyways, guys, if you like the new food podcast, make sure you hit the like button at the bottom. Um, you know, feel free to subscribe to the channel. <laughs> the most interaction we've had all night, man. I don't, I don't know. I and I, I feel obligated now to read them all, but I'm not gonna be able to wait. Look at Omer, <laughs> put Omer's. I'm Which freaking one? hungry right now, gotta go eat when we get done. <laughs> I like Derek K. He must be single. He said, give me 10 street tacos. Call it a day. Hey, there you go. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Candied yams with marshmallows and cinnamon or whatever is awesome, too. Love it. Oh, my wife makes something like that real similar. She does mm -hmm. a bake. It's pretty good. Chad Inc. said, Clayton going to have a double helping of the canned cranberry. Listen, I don't know if you're on Twitter, Chad, but tag me on Thanksgiving Day and just say, hey, man, where's that cranberry? I promise you're going to see a picture with the ridges. You're going to get the ridges from the can, bro. I'll eat it right out of the can. I ain't and Everyone's got that family member that makes their own cranberry sauce. They spend a lot of time on it. And then everybody just eats the stuff out of the can. And then their dish just sits there. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Whipped cream apples and chopped up Snickers bars. Oh, okay. Yeah, somebody. Uh, here, I got to hit you with it. I'm sorry, man. Gentlemen, what brings me to my next point? Don't smoke crack. Seriously, my man, that's that's wild. Snickers bars chopped I, up with whipped cream and apple. Is he being serious? I could get it. I mean, it's kind of like um like yeah, a caramel dude. apple almost, maybe. I think Tim used to smoke. Yeah, I'm just I'm <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that that's uh definitely creative for sure. I like this right here. Number one Packer fan says this year, no turkey. I'm putting two chicken and lamb chops on the smoker. Let's go. That sounds great, dude. There you go. Derek K says pineapple upside down cake. All right. Chad says, I got you, bro. Tag incoming. Remind me, man. You'll, I'm, I promise you'll see the ridges. You'll see the ridges. All right. This is the last one, I promise. Paul Robertson said cranberry fluff equals cranberries, pineapple, and whipped cream. That kind of sounds like a fruit salad or something. That sounds good. I could do that. I could probably do that. Um, I said it was the last one. United Bates says, I'm not a big cranberry fan, but I get real suspicious if I don't see those ridges. Thank you. Thank you, man. Better give him that mess hall cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> and Robert Allen says, Oh, Mayor, gonna need a bottle of that French vino 
if the pack gets smoked, oh, he'll man. be in here. If if the Packers get smoked by more than ten points, this is what this is going to be. Omer at, at the uh, at the post. I love it. All right, we're out of here. We wasted enough people's time. I can't believe there's still 64 people in here watching. This cracks me up. There it is right there. Bang. Listen, Mr. Fire Them All never picks them to win. Check back on the pods, but I'm telling you, they will win Thursday injuries or not. Put it in the bank, Tim. Put it in the bank. I love it. Parting thoughts, Tim. We've changed the world in here today, man. Um, Yeah, uh, I can't wait for Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know. Am I more excited for the game or for the food? I'm not sure at this point but um no it'll be a it'll be a great uh it'll be a great game either way uh i i really don't think they're gonna get boat raced um i think this team's gonna find a way to play together um because you know when you face adversity it it can really unite a team you know and uh like i said some new faces in there but some familiar ones uh you know activated to this roster so um i'm excited i'm with omer i'm gonna be positive i think we get the dub i think we shocked the world man on turkey day and i would love it Absolutely love it. Go yeah. pack go. Absolutely. She said Murph says go pack go posse. Um, and then of course uh Robert Allen says Joe Barry 2024. Go pack go. All right, we're out of here, guys. Really appreciate y'all hanging out with us. This has probably been one of my funnest shows. I don't know if funnest is, is funnest a word. No funner ain't. Anyway, this has been one of the most enjoyable shows we've done so far. I want to give a special thank you to Josh Martin and Jason Y for the super chats. We really appreciate that guys. Thank y'all for hanging out in the chat. You absolutely lit it up. This has been a, been really, really good, good hanging out with you guys. So we'll be back tomorrow morning for good morning Lambo. I think you're going to be available, right, Tim? Oh yeah. Cool. Absolutely. We'll do good morning Lambo tomorrow. We'll do PTA live tomorrow night. And then I'm going to try to do a, an early, early pregame show before I head out to visit family on Thanksgiving. They're probably let's don't plan on a postgame show right now. But if I get back home in time, I'll let you guys know. You'll see the link go up, and uh, we might do a later post-game show, we being me, just to kind of get on here and chop it up with you guys if I get home in time. But I'm probably going to weigh about 30 pounds heavier. Manny's going to have the credit card bill maxed out, so I may not even want to talk ball, all right, just being honest. So, (laughs) With that being said, we're out of here. For those of you listening on the pod, thank you for making us a part of your day. As always, let's go out and be the change we want to see in the world. And go Pack Go. The power sweep. Actually, it's the it's the lead play in our in our offense. Double tackle, defensive end. If he's over, if he's not, he drives down the first man who is inside. Pull back and get him. Take the first man outside the offensive tackle. No one shows. Go right by them and field them back. YN has the linebacker taken out. That's inside. The YN has the linebacker in. All the way around. So look at this play. We'll be trying to get a seal here and a seal here and try to run this play in the end.